America's game. Now, 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 stop coming and say everything can change. The change. That warp tool make you open your brain. Open your brain. Eric Vanek is here, so remember the name. Remember the name. Hey, hey. He got the waiver wire for the week. Tell you who to start and who to give a seat. Dropping the podcast every week. You know the knowledge is elite. After the show, we gon' hold a Lombardi. I'm celebrating like we throwing a party. This the blueprint that I know they gon' copy. Cause this is America's game Hey everybody, welcome into America's Game, episode number 30. I'm your host, Eric Vanek, and you can find me on Twitter at Eric Vanek NFL. And this week I am joined by Fizzle. What's going on, Fizzle? TV, what's going on, man? Happy to be here. America's Game, man. You know? Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, happy to be here too, man. Happy that you're on here. Uh last episode of quarterback month today. We got Fizzle on. We're gonna talk some uh quarterback landing spots for the draftees and uh free agents, and then we're gonna talk about um some trades that we think we can make in Dynasty as well with the quarterbacks. Kind of just look at um, you know, everybody kind of uses keep trade cuts. We're gonna kind of look at there and see what kind of inefficiencies that we're seeing in the values there, and maybe some pivot downs, pivot ups, even uh, that we can maybe make for you guys in some uh, dynasty trades. So, uh, yeah, happy to be here, man. Happy to have you back on again. Gonna be pretty sweet. Um, you know, not not too much going on in the football world now. We got you know the. Uh, franchise tags coming up here shortly. So that'll be coming up. Uh, just, you know, senior bowl stop or finished, uh, had super bowl getting into combine season here in the next couple weeks. Um, this is definitely where, you know, the heart of our off season stuff starts for sure. Trying to get to learn these prospects, you have pro days coming up here in the next couple weeks, probably starting up as well. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fun, fun time right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Definitely. Um, one super bowl and, we sitting on our toes, man. We waiting on our fingers, like what's going on? We need some more news. So you know, <laughs> that, that combine coming up soon is definitely something we need, man. So um, you know, we had our break. So come on, man. Bring bring the combine. Let's get it up. Absolutely. And it always evolves around the quarterback position. So like this season off season, we got where's Justin Fields gonna go? There's like you exactly. know, four or five different teams for that. You got um, you know, who's gonna be the first quarterback taken, the second quarterback taken, third quarterback taken. So you got all that stuff going on. Uh Kirk Cousins, where is he gonna land? So all kinds of different quarterback stuff going on right now. Um, but first off, I want to start off here. We're going to talk about the uh, quarterback prospects a little bit and kind of just talk about some of these mock drafts that we're seeing um, and where they're going. So first thing I want to start off with is the big board. So that's uh, Dane Brugler, who I you know value his opinion pretty much oh, almost over everybody's uh, when it comes to draft stuff. I think he is absolutely mm -hmm. great at what he does. Uh, so kind of taking oh, a look yeah. at his big board right now, he put out his top 100 big board uh, the other day. So here's where he has everybody listed. So he has Caleb Williams, the number one overall player in the class, for, as expected. He has Drake May, mm -hmm. number four quarterback or uh, number four overall player. Jaden Daniels, the number eight overall player. JJ McCarthy, he has 24th overall. Bo Nix, 37th overall. Michael Penix Jr., 57th overall. 
Spencer Rattler, 88th overall, and Michael Pratt, 100th overall, is the last guy in his top 100. So, um, yeah, eight quarterbacks in his top 100. So kind of like me and Christian talked about last week, this quarterback class is is fairly deep. Um, it might yeah. not get like um, – you might get a couple like pretty good starters, but f- as far as like getting guys that could definitely start in this league, I think we're getting pretty close to eight to ten quarterbacks in this league. I think that could start um, some games for people at some point in their career. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm looking at a guy as low as um, Spencer Rattler that can give you at least of what a Josh Dobbs gave us for a couple of games this year, you know? So, mm-hmm. those, you know, stop spot starts and quarterback get hurt. We need you for five games. Um, you know, play your way into a starting position maybe a couple years down the line. But um, mm-hmm. for at least the top five to six, 100%, um, I see some starters. Not the biggest Bo Nix fan, but if he get the right coach and right system, Mm. anything to work out so right um, yeah I, I like this class for sure yeah, and with you know how many backup quarterbacks played last year i think it was somewhere in the high 50s might have made crazy. the 60s yeah for and that's been like that for two or three years now where a lot of quarterbacks are playing there's been a lot more quarterback injuries um and just all, overall shitty play so there's going to be right. some quarterbacks um that are thrust in the spot so i kind of think with this class we're getting a, a pretty decent influx of talent into the starting ranks and the backup ranks um, for quarterbacks that could actually, you know, overall elevate the position. So I, I'm excited about this class too. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like you don't so, have to be a, a first to second rounder to become right. a good quarterback in this class. For sure. Right. I my My rule of thumb has kind of been if you're a top 50 overall pick, um, you know, one to 50, somewhere in that range. I'm pretty interested in you as a quarterback. I'm usually not too interested in later round backup quarterbacks, like especially in my rookie drafts. Like I'm not going to be like drafting, you know, like Sam Howell a couple years ago in round five. Mm-hmm. I think I took him like in the fourth round of a league like once. And I thought that was fair value was the fourth round of a rookie draft. But he yeah. was going still like second round. Um, and most of these rookie drafts, and that was just too much for me. Now, you know, if you had him and he had a good season last year for you a little bit, was in there for some games for you, uh, then sure it worked out, but I just overall, it's really too risky to be taking, uh, quarterbacks that, you know, are getting drafted in round five, round six, stuff like that. So, um, I think those are are for the smart people that draft their leagues after the actual NFL draft, because. Right, you know, people that drive before, man. Remember, we had oh Malik yeah, Will- we had Malik Willis like number two overall in some some drafts, man. So absolutely, you know, if, if you're not crazy, draft after the NFL draft, man. That's all I'm. Yeah, saying. I I know there's a few leagues out there that do draft before the NFL draft. I think I'm in one league. <clears throat> Excuse me, that's like a, a that's more of a deeper yeah deeper Devi league um that has that so. Yeah, it's it's fun to do like one or two of those, but to have like my whole whole portfolio is that no exactly. thanks. Or, I, or like your favorite league, like no, I can't. Have yeah, it. yeah, it's, it would be if it's a fuck around league. Yeah, for exactly. sure. Exactly, it's my throwaway <laughs> league. Like whatever happens, I don't care. <laughs> right, and then if I do take some quarterbacks late in my drafts, like in round three, four, five of rookie drafts, you know, I'm kind of looking for a certain skill set, and that's usually rushing quarterbacks. So like. 100%. 
you know, I had those high upsides. So like the guy that I'm high on that wasn't on uh, Dane's top 100 list is Jordan Travis. And yeah. you're uh, being a Florida state fan, you know about, about Jordan Travis quite a bit. So yeah. um, now that I have you on here, I know you're a Florida state fan. Am I crazy to have him where I at, or I have him at, I think I'm gonna have him at seventh overall in the quarterbacks. Uh, and you know, what's so crazy. I actually, when I listened to the list, I was waiting for his name to be called. So when you didn't say his name, the injury, I mean, it doesn't surprise me with the injury. Right. He most likely will probably set out a full year. Mm-hmm. But um, if we're talking fantasy-wise, I mean, oh, this it's, this ain't real NFL. At some point as a backup, you are backup for a reason in this league at some point. So mm-hmm. maybe you aren't made to be the accurate thrower that, you know, are hitting the um, receivers on the dime. Because if so, you might be starting. So what else can you bring to the team or the game? that nobody else can and with travis his legs you know what i'm saying yeah. so he can he can move and he can throw too but i'm just oh, saying yeah. yeah i'm just saying you know he has the ability to scramble which should to put him a little higher than certain people especially as a backup like we're not expecting him to be a top 32 in the, in the league so mm-hmm. um i could see a, a you know just say a sam darnold who's a, a you know Nice backup, or I mean, Kenny. Pickett. I think um, I think Christian used Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, I mean, no, no, I, I I'm not comparing to Sam. Darnold. I'm oh, just saying okay. he could replace a Sam Darnold, meaning like Sam. We I know gotcha. what you can do. We send you around. He's a solid backup, but maybe we wanted a different dynamic to our game, so mm-hmm. we just go younger. We don't want to. We don't got to pay him a lot. You know what I'm saying? There's something right. like that. So. Yeah, I I mean, I really liked his um. Yeah, I'm not expecting him to run for 800,000 oh, yards yeah, like yeah, Lamar yeah. and uh, Justin sure. Fields have been doing, but I think he can get you 400 to 500 rushing yards. I think that's pretty safe for, sure. for Jordan Travis yeah. if he starts. If and he didn't get hurt and they, he got to play in that playoff game, we don't know what the outcome would have been, but mm-hmm. he his stock wouldn't be all out of the top 100 right now. That's for sure. Absolutely. Um I think I think he's got a shot to be at least a day 2 draft pick. I wouldn't it wouldn't for shock sure. me if he got drafted in round 3 somebody took a shot at him. Yeah. Um but yeah, if I'm going to be taking these quarterbacks that do go after that top 50, they're going to have to have some at least some rushing ability. And most of these quarterbacks yeah. in this draft um, do have some rushing ability. There's a couple that don't like Penix comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have any rushing ability really. Um Kind of just looking through some of these guys here. Like Bo Nix can definitely run a little bit. Like 2022, Bo Nix had 510 yards rushing and 14 touchdowns. Oh, yeah. Bo Nix is like a Justin Herbert a little bit when it comes to his mm-hmm. moving ability. He ain't going to give you 800 yards, but he can move. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they can get you 300 rushing yards, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Michael Pratt. Yeah. Michael Pratt's another guy that can do that. Um, you know, Spencer Rattler, not very much. He hasn't really shown it too much in college, but he can at least get you maybe to a hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he can extend the play that yeah. you know, he can do that much. So I think, I think this year too, with Jordan Travis, um, if you look at his stats from his college career, so in 2020, he had 559 yards, 2021, 530, 2022, 417. And then last year it was only 176. And then it was in, you know, two less games than 2022. I think mm-hmm. Jordan kind of, um, you know, focus more on throwing and being in the pocket and making plays um, from the scheme, you know, instead of running the ball so much, but it is there for sure. And he had a bet. He had better weapons. I mean, if you yeah, look better at weapons the, too. Yeah. yeah the other exactly. years, man, he was running for his life the last two years. So last year, yeah. you know, he, 
he had no reason to run. We got big Johnny Wilson, 6'6", six, six, throw the yeah, ball in the just throw it up, throw it yeah, up. Yeah, so, you know, exactly. he had to run as much. So Yeah, absolutely. But I, could, I could see him, if Dallas went and got Trey Lance in the trade and didn't use him, I could see them replacing him with Jordan Travis. You know what I'm saying? That would be yeah. a perfect fit to, to me. Yeah, that would be a good one. I, I wouldn't mind that. Like, yeah. I'm kind of thinking of, like, teams that already have, like, a little bit of a rushing quarterback to where, you know, they'd be a solid backup. Like, I think Jordan Travis to, like, a backup to Lamar Jackson, he'd be better than Tyler Huntley and Josh Johnson and these other guys that they've had behind Lamar Jackson for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't love it for Jordan Travis's chances because he ain't going to yeah, play very yeah, much yeah. unless Lamar gets <laughs> yeah, hurt. Sure. Um, I'd rather yeah. him go to, like – you know, some team that maybe has a, a rushing quarterback that might be failing, kind of like uh, the Giants, like the Giants took them. And, uh, well, you know, what, Daniel what Jones. Backing up, Baker May- backing up make- Baker Mayfield, you know, Baker get a three-year yeah. deal. Travis sitting there for three years. He could be the starter. You know, he already yeah. in Florida. So, yeah, absolutely. That, that could be another one. Um, you know, Trevor behind Trevor Lawrence, you know. Oh, yeah. Definitely mm-hmm. a couple spots that he could go. Um but now back on to like landing spots I want to get to. So pretty much every mock draft that we look at, number one overall right now is Caleb Williams to the Bears. Um, I think that's probably 95% going to happen at this point. Sounds like Justin Fields. Uh, they're going to move on from him. But what would you think of uh, Caleb to the Bears? Well, doing the mocks on Mondays really helps me kind of figure out what's going on with Mike. But um, I would like it if they go uh, with another receiver at one of those top picks. Like, if not, it don't have to right. be at nine. It could be early in the second, you know. But mm-hmm. if they address the the opposite side of DJ Moore a little bit, a little more, and you know, at least attempt to fix the O line a little bit more, um, right? I would like it. Now, now I'm gonna like it eventually. But I'm just saying, like from the beginning, like year one, right? Um, you know, seeing what they put around him because. Justin Fields, we at least knew, regardless of what's around him, he's going to figure it out with his legs. Mm-hmm. Um, with Caleb, we more so want to see his arm. So if he doesn't have much to give the ball to, then I don't see how he can be better than Justin Fields as far as, you know, we talk of fantasy anyway. I don't see him being better than right. Fields. So um, if they go Caleb, I want to see what they put around him to yeah. value, you know, what he can do. Yeah, I, I'm with you. That number nine pick for me, if they could get Roma Dunze or Malik Neighbors, whichever yeah, one exactly. falls there, that would be yeah. perfect. Even if they could move up and like with yeah. the Giants at six or something and, and to get neighbors, let's say if yep. he was there. Like even that would be nice. Um I think Odunze sh- could be there at nine. I would say probably like 60, 40 chance he's there. Um so Odunze, DJ Moore. And then Cole Komet, I think the running backs with Roshan and Khalil Herbert are fine for now. Yeah, the yeah. offensive line definitely improved um, from past seasons. It was average sure. this year, and I think those younger guys are going to gel more. They're going to get better. I'm sure they're going to add more to it, so they're going to be good there. I think getting like maybe in round four or five, if they could get like Taj Washington from USC or Brendan Rice, somebody that mm-hmm. Caleb Williams is uh, familiar with, that could be a good yep. little benefit there too. So um, I'm not hate. I don't hate the Caleb Williams to the Bears. I think he's still, you know, in super flex leagues. I think he should probably be the one on one 
Um, depending on how your team is built, like I get it. If you already have three or four really good quarterbacks, then Marvin Harrison can definitely be your pick. I don't have any problem with that. Uh, but I would say in most super flex leagues, if you were a bottom end team, your quarterback play probably was dog shit. Um, you should probably be taking Caleb Williams at one one in your super flex drafts. I don't Do know if man. I like Jaden Daniels, man. I'm a Jaden Daniels guy. Full, full fantasy, okay. man. I ain't yeah, if if he goes to New England, no. I, I'm, right. I'm not biased against New England. I'm not hating on him. But if Marvin Harrison goes to New England, he's dropping on my list. If if Jaden Daniels goes to New England, he's dropping. It's just I got to see what's going to happen in New England because we don't know. This is a new situation. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick's gone. Um, they could force the the defense the defensive issue and just you know just let's just play defense and score when we can, but try to stop other teams. Like that could be their, their right. thing. Like you know, an old yeah, New England break. is yeah, they're not a quarterback away from making the playoffs like, again. Like they need a lot more help. Exactly. So, so. if it's come to fantasy, if Jaden Daniels goes to the Commanders, I don't know, man. Him and Cliff, Cliff, I think was going to open up their offense. Regardless mm-hmm. of the options, um, Caleb can do it with his skill, but I believe with Cliff, it'd be tough for me not to take Jaden number one in fantasy. Right, I, I do believe Caleb is the better quarterback overall in real life, but in fantasy, that rushing ability, man, is gonna be, is gonna be crazy. Yeah, and it's not like Caleb can't run either. Like I think Caleb can oh, yeah. get us. You know, he can run for 300, close to 400 yards, I would bet. Um, So it's not like he's a complete zero there. Uh, Jaden Daniels probably could double that, though, honestly. So I I get you with that. Um, So let's just let's talk about Jaden Daniels since you brought him up. Um, So I'm seeing some of these mocks have him new in New England at three or he goes to Washington at two. So Mm -hmm. we'll start with the New England one first that you were kind of mentioning first. And I agree with you. Like if he went to new England third, I'm still interested in him. I'd still probably take him in my top three or four super flex draft picks. Um, but it's going to be tough, man, with, you know, a lack of weapons there. Like I just don't see him being able to get it done with like Demario Douglas and yeah. they re-sign yeah. Kendrick Bourne and Juju mm-hmm. still stuck there. Like they're going to need to like draft like two, to three weapons on offense yeah. for him. And then maybe bring back, you know, bring back us, uh, you know, Kendrick Bourne and free agency. Uh, they literally have zero tight ends under contract. So like, yep. can they bring back Hunter Henry? I guess Saki's probably gone, but even Hunter Henry, that would at least give me a little more confidence. Um, mm-hmm. Not like he's a super elite tight end or anything, but it would at least give him another weapon, but I'm with you on that. Like they would really need to, um, you know, stockpile some weapons in this draft. And I don't know if they would, they would be the team to do that. Now there's also a lot of talk of them even trading out of this pick because they yeah. need so many different options. I was just too. about to say that's, that's the best move for that franchise. Um, it'll look sexy to get it, get your Jaden Daniels, get your Marvin Harrison, but you know, what is it really going to do for you in the long run? So just mm-hmm. move back, you know, you ain't even got to move back 10, 15 spots. It could be three, four, five, but moving back and getting better, makes a lot more sense and they don't seem like the sexy pick team anyway. So I okay. believe they will move back. So let's, let's say that they do trade back here. So I'll give you a couple scenarios. Uh, let's say uh, Atlanta does not get Justin Fields. Fields go somewhere else and Atlanta moves up from eight to three to draft Jaden Daniels. How would you feel then? Man. Hey, if Jaden Daniels go to Atlanta, I'm going to tell you something, Evie. Ooh. 
It's going to be crazy, man. That you, you, all of your dynasty rankings and for quarterbacks, nobody's going to know where to put them because the hype is going to be so high that you're going to want to put them high. But in reality, you don't know what's going to really happen. So you're going to mm. try to make it make sense. But man, I, I'm trying I think, to, li- well, I'm talking in my mind, I'm trying to think of where I will put them. But top 10 for sure. I'm just trying to think where at in the top 10. I'm thinking along the lines that you were talking earlier that you might have Jaden above Caleb just because of the rushing ability. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think that's the icing on the cake. If he went to Atlanta and he had Bijan and Kyle Pitts Great. and Drake London, Great. I think that I think I think Jaden probably does go over Caleb in some leagues. I, I think there's still a few leagues there that will still take Caleb, but I think it's a lot closer than. Oh yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. it's a non-zero chance. That well, that's for oh sure. yeah, man. No man, that'd be. I mean, if if especially with, let's just say like Justin Herbert, right? He's probably six or seven. I know we got our rankers. So we're gonna check later, but um. If Mike, I mean, not Mike McCarthy, if um, 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 I'm trying to think of my coach, uh, Harbaugh, if Harbaugh comes in with the Russian, you know, that Russian scheme and the slow offensive scheme and Herbert doesn't go out there and throw for 50 touchdowns and 4,000 yards, right. I could see Jaden Daniels moving right up ahead of him at some point mid-season, late right. in the season. You know, so if Herbert is top seven, I don't see Jaden moving out of that if that offense slows down. So, yeah, right now on keep trade cut, Herbert is quarterback six above Joe Burrow. Um, they do have the rookies in here, so Caleb is quarterback eight right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anthony Richardson's nine. Jordan Love is ten. Kyler Murray eleven. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is twelve. Jaden Daniels is quarterback fourteen. So, okay. if he went to Atlanta, I could definitely see him moving above Lawrence. Kyler, Jordan Love, I think that's probably where we could start having the conversation. Um, mm-hmm. Anthony Richardson, too. I, I still re- really like Anthony Richardson, but I think he, yeah, yeah he like could definitely be a top 10 quarterback. Yeah, I like, I like A Rich, but I believe, like I said, not that, not that we're talking about Herbert, but I believe, you know, Herbert could drop and those guys could move up with their rushing ability if that mm-hmm. offense slows down. You know, if they're not out there throwing right. the ball a lot. Um, I don't. I wouldn't put him over a over a rich, but he he'd be close to it though with those weapons for sure. Right. Okay. Um. Another yeah. couple uh, spots that I could see. So three in a row right here. Eleven the Vikings, twelve the Broncos, and thirteen the Raiders. What would you think about um, any of those three landing spots if uh, they moved up to number three with New England? Well, a couple couple Mondays, it might have been this Monday. I actually had the Raiders on Mike's mock draft and I traded up to pick uh two. No, pick three with um New England and I took Jane mm-hmm. Daniels. So that's actually okay. one of the landing spots I would love to see him go to. Um mm-hmm. I just think with the with the culture that Pierce is trying to build there, he will still need weapons, but guys like Devonta Adams and um, you know. Uh, the coach and you know them resigning maybe Josh Jacobs, but I feel like that locker room is one good spirit, great quarterback away from you know winning something important over there. So mm-hmm. you know, with uh, especially with Devonta Adams, I mean, if that's your number one receiver, you can't fail. You know what I'm saying? So right, if you already got the skills and he's the guy leading the locker room, he's not going to steer him wrong. So that's one of my landing spots. If it ain't Atlanta to me. Raiders are number two on that list for me. Okay. Yeah, I could see um, 
the Raiders would be a good spot. I think the Vikings would be a good spot too. With oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I just don't think they're gonna do it. That's why I, I ain't okay. Think, but. Yeah, I mean the Vikings are kind of I don't want to say conservative franchise, but they kind of are as far as like making these big time moves like this. They've never kind of really been that organization to do that. But mm-hmm. Denver and the Raiders, they'll definitely gamble and move up if they need to. So uh, that would be an interesting spot. Would be the Vikings, Broncos too. Um, I mean that's. Broncos offense is kind of like New England's offense. They're just devoid of weapons. Like, you know, you know, they trade Judy this off season. All they're going to really have is Sutton. And uh, I'm reading Henry. He might be a cap casualty. So, right. So yeah, Denver would be a little interesting um, if he ended up there too. But uh, yeah, a couple, a couple interesting spots there um, for him. Um, So what if, what if Jane Daniels went to Washington at number two, what would you think of that? I I would love it, man. Honestly, it's crazy. I felt like I'm not the whisperer or nothing, but I started talking about Cliff. Mm-hmm. I want to say like two months ago, I was like, man, there's no way Cliff shouldn't be in the league, at least as an OC. And like mm-hmm. literally three weeks later, I started hearing his name, you know, in, in the mix. And um, once they say, once Caleb, what they claim, Caleb said, he only wanted to play for Washington and the Raiders. Those like, some statement somebody put out. I don't know if it was official or not. But once he said that and Cliff signed with the Raiders, I said, oh, man, I got a feeling Caleb coming. And then next thing I know, he backed out and went to the watch to the commander. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well, maybe he want, really want Caleb because they closer. But if they don't get him, I mean, Jaden Daniels isn't Caleb, but I believe Cliff can give him enough offense to help him look like a Caleb. Right, um, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially they didn't win no games, but he made Kyler Murray's stock go up a lot, you know, when he was there. So my one thing with um uh why am I blanking on his name? The, the coordinator. Yeah, Cliff. Um Cliff. Yeah. yeah. Uh my one thing with him is what a it was just an uncreative offense. Like I thought like he would come into this league with Kyler and he'd be throwing the ball all over the yard, and it was just like this, like horizontal offense a lot of people called it. it was just like a lot of like just short passes to like rondale Moore and these guys and yeah, it was, just, it was. very uncreative and uninspiring offense so i've from since then i've kind of been off cliff King, kingsbury a little bit um so we'll see what he does where maybe it's maybe he just needs to focus on the offense and not be the I, head coach worrying was, about I everything else. Well, but i was just about to say yeah. that i believe he just had too much on his plate yeah um, and he'll have, you know, he's got some weapons to work with in Washington already. So he's going to have probably a new quarterback. He's going to have Terry McLaurin, who's a very good veteran wide receiver. Jahan Dotson, who's been up and down the first couple years. Hopefully he can get him back on track, and he's not like a complete lost cause. Um, the tight ends, there's an older guy, Logan Thomas. I think he could still give them another year or two. Uh, mm. Brian Robinson really came on. Chris Rodriguez came on at the end of the year. So they they still need a couple weapons. They need another wide receiver. Uh, Curtis Samuel's a free agent. Uh, so they need a couple you know weapons there too with Washington. But at least they have a good foundation there. I think with McLaurin, uh, a good running back, a good you know secondary receiver, Jahan Dotson. Offensive yeah. line needs a lot of help though. That offensive line was atrocious last year. So um, yeah. I am a little worried about that. Whether it's Jaden Daniels or Drake May, or if they trade up for Caleb, whoever. Um, Washington has to fix that offensive line. That's got to be one of their uh, first priorities in the offseason. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. But at least if the old if the old line ain't fixed right away, Jaden Daniels can move a little bit, you know. He, exactly. He extend the play. And so. Drake can too. Drake, you know, oh, yeah, not, Drake, yeah, uh, Drake, Drake for sure. I, I just ain't saying but we ain't talking about him yet. But Jaden, you know, Drake, right. Drake can definitely move, man. I, I yeah. honestly not sure who they'd take it this way. If Caleb gone, I don't know what they'd do. I, I thought I did, but yeah, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, so we'll move into Drake May now. So you know, a lot of like I said, a lot of these. Uh, mocks have either Drake going to two to Washington or three to New England and flipping with Jaden Daniels. Uh, so we'll start with the Washington. What would you think of Drake May and, and Cliff Kingsbury with Washington? Uh, I mean, the same. I just think I believe Jaden will be a little more dynamic, but I believe um, Drake could pick that up. Um, you know, he he's not a terrible quarterback. He lost a little bit of steam towards the end of the college season. Like he wasn't spoke about as much as he was early but i believe uh the way Jaden daniels picked his game up later drake made this took a step back but he can still do exactly mm. what Jaden was doing he wasn't far off coming into the season uh he just mm. kind of you know stirred off a little bit late but um I, mm. I would like either or honestly me being in this city i just know how the city operates and Jaden daniels to me will fit more with the team yeah the fans. I believe if Drake may come there, it'll be another RG three. Sam How Carson Wentz. If he don't right. play good, they're gonna run him out of town, which I don't think they should. But I just know how a lot of these fans operate. And Jaden Daniels, mm. I think that'll be their old Robert Griffin, like, oh, we got our guy again. Type right. Situation. So I would prefer for the game Jaden Daniels to be there. But mm. I believe skill wise, Drake may can do the same things. And I think both of those guys would be good fits too because um, they both can run kind of that aggressive air raid kind of offense uh, mm -hmm. from the shotgun, especially with Drake May and Jade Daniels. Both run shotgun RPOs. Like that would fit to their skill set quite a bit. So I I like the fit with Cl uh, Cliff Kingsbury for yep. sure for either quarterback. Yep. Um, now what about Drake May in New England? Kind of the same I mean, same again, thing, just needs the weapons, right? Yeah. I mean, I, neither one of them will be horrible quarterbacks. I don't think they're going to have bad careers. I just mm -hmm. think when it comes to New England, they're going to drop in your fantasy list. Right. Regardless of, you know, which play it is. I believe if you question and taking a, 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 a Marvin Harrison over a quarterback, you would definitely take Marvin Harrison over any quarterback that goes to New England to me. I, mm. I you know, especially if you go to uh, Arizona with Kyler Murray, I'm not passing up on my person to take New England's quarterback. So, right, exactly. I agree yeah. with you on that. I think that's how it's going to be in a lot of our drafts. Yeah, yeah. So honestly, I think we need to start ranking two quarterbacks and then Mar Marvin Harrison because I always see three quarterbacks and then Marvin. But that mm. third team most likely is New England right now, and I'm not taking no quarterback to go to New England. So, okay. All right, next quarterback up we're going to talk about is J.J. McCarthy from Michigan. Um, so I, I like J.J. McCarthy when I watched him a little bit more. Um, I think like a um, probably like a Shanahan, Sean McVay kind of scheme would fit perfectly for him. So there's a couple spots that do have that. Mm -hmm. And one that hasn't come up yet. Um, well, I mentioned this. Dane Brugler talked about that. Uh, just from things that he's hearing and stuff, like he wouldn't be shocked if JJ McCarthy is like a top 12 draft pick in this draft. Yeah. And there's yeah, one know. team that fits what I just said pr pretty much to a T and that's Atlanta. 
at number eight. So mm-hmm. if they don't get Justin Fields, who's the new coach there? It's Raheem Morris. The offensive yep. coordinator is Zach Robinson, who's been under Sean McVay and learning all that kind of style. Um, and if you get J.J. McCarthy in that offense with Bijan, Pitts, Drake London, um, I think J.J. McCarthy could be really, really good fit for Atlanta. That's kind of where I'm hoping um, he goes right now. So what would you I'm think a, of that? Do you think – He'll be a good fit, but do you think it'll fit the, his options, like the Kyle Pitts and London's, and like would you rank them any higher if he went versus like I'm not kind of trying to compare him to Jaden or none of them, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying with the lack of passing he was forced to do in college, I don't know how better he'll make them versus himself. I believe he's he'll be good, but I don't know mm-hmm. if he'll get them like you know well, 11, I, 15 catches I think- a game. Yeah, I think with Michigan, he was that's just the way they run the offense. Like he wasn't yeah. um you know, asked to throw the ball so much. I think yeah. in the pros he's going to obviously have to throw the ball a little bit more and with these weapons that he has, um Atlanta's got a a solid offensive line already built there too with a yeah. lot of money invested into it. I mm-hmm. think this could be a, a really good fit for McCarthy. Like I don't see him as like Caleb Williams or Jaden Daniels type where they can take over the game and make, um, you know, make everybody better around them. But I think he could be like, why can't he do the stuff that Brock Purdy does? And no, look how right. we, you know, we think about Brock Purdy, like as long as he can distribute the ball, make good plays, he can throw really well on the run. Um, he does have good athleticism, so he can run for some yards too. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if he can give you what Desmond Ritter gave you, like 300 rushing yards, like I think that's definitely in the realm of possibility for McCarthy. So, um, I think that would that would be a really good spot for him. Oh yeah, I, like I said, I, I I like this spot for him. I just I, I'm a little biased. I, I'm a Kyle Pitts fan, man. Drake London, on my mm-hmm. guys. I want to see them get a quarterback that's going to get 400 yards a game. Right, you know, air attack type offense. I'm not saying JJ can't grow into that, but the mm-hmm. other guys I know can do that. So I right. would like it for him, though. I believe it'd be a great situation for him. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just not sure how high I will boost up the guys around him when it comes okay. to you know, like fantasy. That's fair. Um, so a couple of these mock drafts that I have up. So the 33rd team uh, did a mock a couple of days ago. Um, and they have JJ McCarthy 26 to Tampa Bay, which would be an interesting spot, which would tell me a, they didn't re-sign Baker Mayfield or B they gave yep. Baker Mayfield a short-term deal. And they're expecting McCarthy to kind of come in and be uh, the backup for a year and then move on to McCarthy. It, in my opinion, I would think if McCarthy went to Tampa, it's because Baker Mayfield went and signed somewhere else, which I don't think is the case. Yeah. Uh, but what would you think of McCarthy to Tampa Bay? Uh, I actually would like that. I believe um, they want to play. I mean, well, not that Atlanta doesn't play defense because they have a great defense too. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they want to. Uh, I'm not going to say air the ball out because they have the weapons too. Um, I don't know that now. You now I'm kind of addicted, contradicting myself because I feel like the offense that Atlanta ran it wasn't even better than Tampa. So right, technically, he probably I probably sound like I'm repeating myself, but I don't know. I, I think he'll fit in. I think he'll fit in Tampa though, man. I like that Tampa vibe for him though. I especially with the with the like Todd Bowles. We know he's not an aggressive guy. Uh, he seemed like a real mellow, chill kind of guy. You know, he he mm. calls a nice defense, but um, I 
Yeah, I actually would like that though. I think I like that a little better to me. I, I think my one thing that I pause on is Dave Canales isn't there for Tampa Bay anymore. And he's yeah. kind of resurrected Baker Mayfield this year. Yeah. Um, he did really yeah. good with Geno Smith his first year there with Seattle starting two years ago. So losing that would worry me uh, about how this offense would look. So I kind of would kind of have to see it first. So, yeah. um, but I still think if McCarthy goes in the first round of the NFL draft, he's going to be a first round rookie pick in our super flex league. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No just kind of depends on where and where some of these other guys go to. So if it's not, if it's not Tampa or. Um... Yeah, I, I'm going to go through a couple other spots. So okay. uh, field field Yates mock. He has JJ McCarthy 12 to Denver. What would you think I, about I was, him? That was Sean Payton. That was the next thing I was going to bring up. Yeah. Okay. Now I like Denver better. And the only reason why I like it better because I feel like Sean Payton, if if he's gonna move on from Russ, he's gonna make sure that this guy is the answer. There's no other option because he's gonna be out of town if he isn't. So I believe Sean Payton is gonna do whatever it takes to make sure JJ is ready from day one. Not that the other teams won't, they'll have better options, but as far as the coaching and the scheme, is Sean playing for his career or job at this point? So Mm-hmm. If you take JJ and get rid of Russ, he's gonna have to roll him out like I'm ready day one. So mm-hmm. I, I would love Denver for him to me. Yeah, I think working with Sean Payton would be a good spot for McCarthy because McCarthy um is, is is pretty smart quarterback too. You know, he's mm-hmm. I think he could run that kind of offense and have success and work with Payton. So Denver wouldn't be a bad spot for me, but it's kind of like the New England spot, like we talked about. There's just a lack of weapons there. Yeah, he's got Javante yeah. and Jalen McLaughlin yeah, running back, solid tight end. Their tight end has been an absolute mess for two years now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do they keep Sutton and Judy? I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, so they're he gonna need—he'd be at a big but, disadvantage on his roster for sure. Right? Um, yeah, they're the they're gonna need teams. to find some players for sure but they've also i think they still owe seattle a few picks here so they're probably missing i think they're missing a second round pick so that's gonna be tough for denver um as well um and then the other mock draft that i have up is from uh one of our friends shane hallam at the draft countdown he has jj mccarthy 13 to the raiders what would you think about jj on the raiders yeah, man. I, I, like I said, I, to me, I don't think any quarterback is bad for the Raiders in this situ in this draft class mm-hmm. because I feel like the leadership over there, they're not the Raiders of old. Like I said a, right. a while ago, I don't see them taking the Darius Hayward Bay out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. not that Darius Hayward was a bad pick or, um, um, you know, the the other receiver they just took a couple years ago. Uh, oh, um, um, um. um you know, from Alabama, the one that you know that's, that's locked up now. Oh, uh, yeah, Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs, yeah. I mean, those were terrible picks for that team. Right. But I believe it was because lack of leadership. You know, they was just going with what they wanted versus what they needed. So I believe right now, currently, they are putting themselves in position to try to fix all those wrongs. So taking mm-hmm. JJ, I don't think they would let him fail. Even if he doesn't equal wins right away, I believe he's going to have the best leadership in the locker room to help him grow as a quarterback. So I would love it. Any quarterback go there, man, I love it just because of the locker room. I feel like they, you know, they're going to try to take care of their guy, whoever they take. Right. 
Yeah, to with the Raiders, obviously you got um, you know Devontae Adams there. Mm-hmm. You got Michael Mayer. Uh, I think they're going to move on from Renfro this offseason. They have Jacoby Myers. Yeah. So he's got a good start there with um, a tight end, two receivers. I think there's a chance Josh Jacobs comes back. And if not, Samir White looked good you know, yeah, yeah. at the up. end of the season. So I, I liked him. Uh, offensive line could definitely still use some work so they could, you know, draft there in the later rounds um, or second round, whatever, uh, maybe get him another receiver. But I, I think that would be a good spot for McCarthy too. I, I wouldn't mind uh, the Raiders. I just think his talent kind of fits with a lot of different places. Like, I, you know, he could be, um, you know, kind of, a lot of the league right now is this Shanahan McVay kind of scheme. So um, it fits into a lot of different places. But I think if I had to choose a spot in these, top spots i think i think atlanta would be a really good spot for him yeah that, that uh, seems like that seems like the favorite for a lot of people yeah for sure if he could like if i he say for, for him i like i love the spot i just don't think he's gonna boost um boost but it can't guys, they're coming sorry. from desmond ritter so it can't be any worse but i'm just yeah. saying you know i i want to see a Jaden daniels or somebody even a kirk cousins go there and just air the ball out in atlanta i would just love to see that but outside of the air rating the ball JB would fit right in in Atlanta. I, I wouldn't knock it. Right, right. I like that one. Yeah. Um, so looking at the other mock drafts, uh, no one else has a quarterback going in the first round besides for Field Yates, and he has at number twenty overall to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Bo Nix. What would you think about Bo Nix to the Steelers? I mean. Why, why not just play Kenny Pickett? I mean, right. <laughs> you know I mean, I, I think I like Bo Nix probably better than Kenny Pickett. Oh, yeah. Um, in the second round, but not the first round. I, right. You know, taking him, that would be like repeating what you did with Kenny Pickett. You took him in the first round when you didn't have to. And, mm-hmm. you know, what, why do it again? So I, right. I, I wouldn't like it. I would like this, maybe the situation for Bo, but I wouldn't like him as a guy mm. i'm gonna say let me go draft him on my team right probably if he did go in the first round like this i definitely would consider him in the first round of rookie superflex draft yep. for sure yeah. um i think i think if they're drafting him there they're saying they're done with kenny pickett then would yeah, be my so, my yeah. opinion i just think it's probably not going to happen i don't see this pack pick happening for them mm. um but if it did I would I would think they'd have to trade Kenny Pickett at that point and then maybe stick with Mason Rudolph or bring in Ryan Tannehill, which they're also rumored to be hot on the Tannehill market. They're mm-hmm. also a team in on Justin Fields, and uh, rumor has it Tomlin likes Justin Fields. So there's um, definitely a couple possibilities there for Pittsburgh. Though They're going to be bringing in a quarterback for sure. Um, we don't know who it's going to be yet, but I even, I think it's, if it's just Tannehill, they bring in, I think it's Pickett and Tannehill in a full fledged battle um, during camp and preseason to see who the quarterback's going to be. Yeah. I mean, uh, this is super random, but it just crossed my mind. What about if New England moved back and just took Kenny Pickett in a trade with them and just, you know, say we're going to let Mac Jones and Kenny Pickett figure it out and try to compete next yeah. year. You know, I, I mean, don't think that's. Make, a, I mean, they know, would have not, to give up to move from twenty to three. I mean, Pittsburgh no, would no, have no, to no. give I'm, up. No, I'm saying if they moved out of three and they already like back later, but Pittsburgh took Bo at twenty. Oh, and they I never got gotcha. 
they, they didn't ever draft a quarterback. Is what I'm saying. So gotcha. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, I could I could see that uh, to yeah, compete with like Bailey Zappi or something. Um, that, if they yeah. weren't able to get a quarterback, because I think Mac Jones is going to be gone. Mac Jones will end up somewhere this off season too. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's an interesting one. I could see see maybe that, but. I think like Kenny Pickett is, I think he's just kind of proven to be like the very bottom barrel of the quarterbacks, like starting yeah. quarterback wise. I, I, I was just trying to get throw him a life jacket. That was it. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. You know, yeah, sure. Um, we kind of look at some of these like second round quarterbacks. Um, the only one that has a second round up is um, Shane. So we'll kind of just look through here real quick. Uh, he has Penix to the Vikings at 42. I love what would that. you think about that? Yeah, you like that? I would love that. I, I mean, I didn't get any good reviews at all from Penix doing a senior bowl, which is, mm-hmm. I, I get it, you know, but I've looked at him all season as well. So I, it's kind of hard for me to just throw everything he did during the season away just because he had a bad senior bowl. So, right. I, um, I kind of thought, I mean, I know it's maybe an easy comp, but like if Penix went to Miami, I think he could be pretty good there, but I don't yeah. know if Miami is looking to add a backup quarterback with one of their first two picks, you know, yeah, nah. um, I, if he fell to my- like round three or four, maybe, but I just think like, I don't want to compare him to Tua, but, and that quick kind of offense, um, you know, where there's, it's quick throws, quick accurate throws Penix would fit mm-hmm. really well in that kind of a system i honestly i want to see him go to seattle man just back up gino they already said they're gonna keep gino just let him sit for a year and he can mm-hmm. step right in to what gino was already doing so i would love seattle is my dream spot for Penix. to me he already in washington okay. um like i said he doesn't have to start if they're gonna keep gino just let him sit and learn right okay i could see that yeah that's my um story. And then the other one that they have here, or uh, Shane has here, is 52, the L.A. Rams select Bo Nix. I think that would be a really good spot for Bo Nix. I, I like that. I like that. Yeah, kind of the yeah. same offense, uh, the McVay kind of offense, just like, um, you know, McCarthy. McCarthy would fit great there, too. If he if they took him late in the first round and he sat behind um, Stafford, I think both of those guys would be good spots there. My only problem with saying that they're going to do that because i see that a lot of mocks i think even bucky brooks has jj going the first round to the rams mm-hmm. and my biggest problem with that is the rams were not supposed to win as many games as they already that they won last year they was we just count them out as like a top six seven pick right so for them to make the playoffs why draft a quarterback in the first round just try to build on what you just did right. and try to advance into the playoffs you know what i'm saying so i don't right. see them taking the quarterback wouldn't make sense i agree because you know that I, this is um this is their first year that they've had a first round pick since they took that, jared goff exactly, exactly. so you yeah they don't win, yeah so they got they need like a corner Exactly. You know, uh, yep. defensive O-line. lineman, O line, something yep. like that. Yeah. So I agree with you like that. Like, go all in with Stafford right now to go win another Super Bowl. Like, For they sure. have uh, offense that's already in, in place. They need to upgrade the defense a little bit more. So I agree with you on that. Stafford to mess around and win two MVPs like Aaron Rodgers. You go out there and draft Joe and Love, you know, like, like they mm-hmm. did with Joe and Love. So I, 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 nah, just, 
do something else. Leave JJ alone, Rams. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So that's kind of it for the landing spots there for the rookies. Let's move on to the free agents that are in this um draft. Well, not draft class, but the uh, NFL free agent class. Mm-hmm. So first one up, Kirk Cousins. Number where would one. you where would you like to see Kirk go? Minnesota. Yeah, that's where I'm yeah, at. Yeah, like just I will I'm now if I had to pick another team just to not be you know just to be different yeah i would say atlanta 100 percent. yeah i think those are i'm right in step with you atlanta would be my second choice go back to minnesota would be my first choice uh for cousins even if it's just another one-year deal and just Mm -hmm. see what happens but it sounds like minnesota everybody wants him back like the whole team likes him justin jefferson loves him um he's just a really good fit there for that offense like he knows how to run it um I think they need to obviously focus on their defense. So maybe if they can get Kirk back, they don't have to worry about quarterback at 12. They can maybe get the best defensive player in the draft or, or the best corner in the draft because of how many offensive players are up top. Um, Then they could really focus on their offensive line and getting that defense better because um, you know, they started off Rocky on defense, but towards the end of the season, Brian Flores had that defense playing really well. And other than Daniil Hunter, I couldn't really tell you too many other players on that defense uh, that were any good. Like, I know Ivan Pace Jr., who was undrafted, was one of their stars. Um, And that's an undrafted guy coming in as a rookie and being one of the stars on that defense. Um, So he had a lot of no-name guys on that defense that was playing really well. So if they can get uh, Brian Flores some talent on the defensive side of the ball, Cousins on the offense can stabilize to where they're already at, that could be a really good spot. Uh, to keep him and then atlanta kind of like we talked about you got all those weapons um he would be a good fit there and it's pretty much kind of the same type of offense because you know o'connell runs the mcveigh offense and zach robinson and raheem morris are probably going to run the same type of offense so cousins would fit in there perfectly too oh yeah i mean similar weapons you know um yeah you got kyle pitts tj hoggerson you know they not exact skills, but the same. Uh, Drake London isn't Justin Jefferson by no means, but he's a great receiver. So great receiver. Yep. There's know. no Bijan on and Minnesota, but yeah. Yeah, you know. Um, it, I mean, but you you got a um a rotation of guys over there that can mm-hmm. kind of be similar to what Bijan can do. So you know, it's yeah, it's not that far off that you like, man. He in a whole different place. It doesn't look right. Like it just sounds right for him to go to minnesota uh, atlanta and i don't i don't rule out um you know atlanta maybe getting getting some receivers too like oh yeah say if they do have cousins and i don't rule out atlanta at eight taking neighbors or odunze at eight if Mm -hmm. they sign kirk cousins and you get drake london and odunze and B. Sean and Kyle Pitts. Holy hey, shit. they could they go out there and sign a Hunter Renfro, man. Had him running across the middle. And I mean, yeah. I, I, I like that. I group. think he could. I mean, he's not as big as Adam Thielen, but he could kind of do the same stuff Thielen oh, yeah. did with uh, the Vikings. So, yeah, I like, I like Thielen. I mean, uh, um, Renfro with the right quarterback. I agree. Yeah. He, a lot of, he got injured there and he fell off big time. And then for whatever reason, McDaniels didn't want to use a, a white slot receiver, which makes yeah. no sense to me. But I think it, was, um, it was a lot of the quarterback play too, though. I believe, yeah. if, you know, if he had a guy that can slain, if, if Derek Carr, as much as I don't like Derek Carr, if Derek Carr was there, Renfro would have got the ball. 
Yeah, I think so. But I mean, even with, um, you know, he went out and signed Jacoby Myers, who he knew from New England. So who knows what all happened there? Uh, another quarterback, um, the other probably big quarterback that is available is Baker Mayfield. I think all signs kind of point to him in Tampa Bay reuniting there. So I think that's probably the best spot for Baker Mayfield. Mm -hmm. Um, if he were to go somewhere else, what, where do you think Baker could fit? Uh, well, I don't want to say Atlanta, but I guess if it came down to it and he didn't get that guy and Kirk is gone, mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind Atlanta. At least I know, you know, what he just did with Mike Evans and, um, yeah, he Baker can can air it out, you know, mm -hmm. and and I feel like with a solid defense in Atlanta, they wouldn't force him to have to put up forty five points a game. So, right. um, I mean, right now, honestly, anybody going to Atlanta is it, it, not a bad thing. But so that's kind of like right. the, the top out answer. But um, I wouldn't mind seeing them get another run. As much as I love Bryce, and I don't want to skip Bryce, but if, if Carolina was available, go follow his coach. <laughs> you know, it's it's not yeah. so. Um, yeah, I would say right now Atlanta. Um, I'm gonna think of somebody else, but right now Atlanta's probably my number two for him. Yeah, I mean you're looking at kind of the same teams that we've talked about: Pittsburgh, Minnesota, yeah. Raiders, I Denver, and nothing like that. I just think right, right. Yeah. Um, I, Denver could be interesting, but I it just kind of doesn't have the offensive weapons there. Exactly. Yeah, um, so I, I want Baker needs that. He needs that. You know. He needs a winning team or somebody's ready to win. Yeah, like he's not one of those kind of like I talked about Bo Nix and McCarthy earlier. They're not one of those guys that's going to elevate all the people around exactly. him. The people around him need to elevate him, and he can exactly. distribute it and be fine, kind of like he was this year. So I agree with you on that. Um, next one up I'm going to bring up is Ryan Tannehill. Um, so we kind of talked about him a little bit with um, – Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh yeah. obviously with um, Arthur Smith going there to be the offensive coordinator, that makes a lot of sense. Um, mm -hmm. Tannehill had his best years with Tennessee under Arthur Smith. There was talks of Tannehill going to be the favorite for the Atlanta job just because but until Arthur Smith got fired. Mm -hmm. So I think if Tannehill went to Pittsburgh, um, it's definitely going to be a everyday battle between him and Pickett to be the starter. I don't think Kenny Pickett would be the starter unquestioned. He's going to have to earn the job from Tannehill. Like so I think that's week. kind of, be, yeah, it's going to be like a every week kind of thing. Yeah. So um, if Tannehill did get the starting job for Pittsburgh, I don't think I would, I would mind that. I think, you know, he would still lead Pittsburgh to probably this, nine and eight, 10 and seven yep. bullshit that they do yep. every year. They still, you know, s stay in there, but he is getting a little old older. He is 35. So it's not like he's a spring chicken anymore either. Mm -hmm. Um, but being there with uh, Pickens and Deontay Johnson, Friermuth, Najee, Jalen Warren, those guys, um, I don't think that would be a bad spot for Tannehill. I think I'd kind of like it. And I think he, he could be a sneaky buy right now before free agency starts and you kind of see where these guys land. Um, if you can get Tannehill as, as a throw in in some of your super flex trades right now, I think that would be a good one. Oh, yeah. And, and honestly, this, this thing hasn't been talked about, and I'm literally, while you talking, thinking of teams, and why not keep him in division? Why not the Jacksonville Jaguars just put him behind um... – Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, you know, he can right. help him grow as a quarterback and, uh, you know, showing the ropes to Lucas Trevor. He's not a bad quarterback. I just think he got to work on his turnovers. Um, he mm -hmm. need to grow up a little bit. That's it. So, right. 
I would look at my my quarterback situation and and say I I need a guy to help my already young guy who's growing and I would right. mind him in Jacksonville. I would love that actually. Okay, that'd be a good one. Um, yeah, I mean, I could see him like even if Pitt, the thing with Pittsburgh doesn't work out, like I think Tannehill would be a valuable backup to almost every team in the league that already doesn't have a good backup because he could do what Joe Flacco did with Cleveland. And now Flacco kind of surprised everybody with what he Mm -hmm. did, but man, Tannehill isn't a horrible quarterback, you know? No, not at all. You give him weapons. He can make something happen. So yeah. Like even if like Washington signed him as their backup and got rid of Sam Howell or, uh, you know, even, if they brought him in in New England, I like would, say, would, yeah, yeah, yeah like, like he could even start the first month or so, kind of like how the Panthers maybe looked at it with Andy Dalton a little bit mm-hmm. to start with, uh, with uh, Bryce Young there for Bryce a little Young. bit. But you know, Tannehill, I think he could kind of do the same thing, maybe coming for the first month. Tyrod did that for uh, Baker Mayfield when he was with Cleveland. Um, so I think Tannehill could be a very useful backup for a lot of teams in the league right now he's going to be in demand yeah the giants that'd be a good one um yeah there's a lot of different spots he can come in and be you know a potential starter there or or he could come in and mentor a young young kid kind of like he did with uh will levis a little bit this year yeah yeah i like that yeah, so I think those would be good spots. And then the last one, obviously, is the big one, uh, which would be available via trade, and that's Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Um, so Fields has kind of been linked to Atlanta a lot. Um, I don't, He's not going to go to Minnesota. He's not going to go to the same division. So I think that one's out. Uh, Pittsburgh is another one he's been linked to. Vegas has been another yeah, one he's linked to. You got to think about Russell Wilson too. Russell Wilson's probably going to go to one of these places. Yeah. Um, Vegas has been a, a rumored spot for him. Pittsburgh um, so we'll, yeah, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh yep. Yeah. Well, where, where do you think the best spot for Justin Fields would be for you? Well, the number one spot is Atlanta, hands down. Yeah, I think that's and, for everybody. <laughs> yeah, and it's not even just for the for the weapons that has everything to do with it, but also I feel like he has the best chance to be there long term. Like mm. if he goes to somewhere like Denver, they can boo him out in one year and he'd be somewhere else. Right. I think in Atlanta, one he's from Atlanta or Georgia, some part in, in Georgia. Mm-hmm. I just think him being in his home saw you, the fans and the crowd would one, even if he doesn't win them a playoff game year one, mm. they give him more chances. See, I think a lot of teams they they let coaches and GMs draft who they want versus pleasing the fans because that's who right. really control the game. You know, the fans booing your player, he frustrated, he leave. You got to draft the people that the people want, and I believe Phil's going home, man. Yeah, no other a, yeah, that'd be a really good spot for him. It would. I think Pittsburgh would be a good spot for him too. I would love that too. To be with Tomlin, to be with a veteran team that can kind of settle him down a little bit, make him more mature, um, all that kind of stuff that you know happens with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh always finds these gems and they become superstars somehow, it seems like. So I think that would be a really good fit for Fields. Um, Vegas would be interesting. I just... I don't know how much he would improve in Vegas. Like, yeah, See, I, would got, rather them get, I would rather them get a rookie. Yeah, I feel like a, a rookie, they can. He's not going to grow up. He's not going to show up day one. Great. 
Well, right. Fields come there, they're gonna want him to be day one. You better win, or you know, you know right? A lot of news going out about Fields isn't worth it. He ain't ready. Right. You know uh, that pressure in, in Oakland or uh, well, LA might uh, Vegas might be a little different. You know. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Denver could be a possibility as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sean Payton's really never had a. Uh, mobile quarterback like that. So I'm not sure how that would fit with his system too much. Um, obviously he had Taysom Hill, but that I don't really consider yeah, that like yeah, too much yeah. of a quarterback. Um, but you know, he's had uh, Drew Brees, obviously Jameis Winston there for a couple years. So I, I don't know how fields would fit there, but it, it'd be intriguing at least um, trying to think of maybe some other spots. But I you know, say this though, if I feel like you know, I already talked about Atlanta for him as a player, who's gonna compete with him in that division? You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. if he goes to Atlanta, it can boost his morale because he might win the division year one, right? Versus him going to Pittsburgh or Denver, and now they finished uh bottom four in their division, and it's like, well, Fields didn't get us past you know the Chiefs or something like that, you All know right. what I'm saying? Like we know that ain't gonna happen anyway. So, right, if he goes to a division that he can win from day one, that will just be a perfect scenario to me for him. Okay. Um, another possibility I've I've thought of too is if New England stayed at three and drafted Marvin Harrison Jr. and then maybe mm-hmm. move their second and a later pick for Fields. What yeah. would you think about Marvin Harrison and Fields together in New England? I, it's funny because I've seen that scenario a lot for the commanders too. If they yeah, don't commanders get, could be the same way. Yep. Yeah, I see that exact scenario. Um, I I wouldn't mind it. Um, I just feel like he wouldn't have to. He wouldn't see. My biggest thing is the offense. I don't know what offense they're gonna run in New England. That's that's what I really want to see mm-hmm. to see what they're gonna do. I believe it'll hide some of his faults. Like the defense to me in New England is what's gonna control the game. So. I don't think he'll have to air it out. But with a guy like Marvin Harrison, I mean, you got to throw the ball. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't mind it if he had Marvin Harrison there. But if they just trade for him and Marvin Harrison, they did, man, I don't know. I'm going to have to get rid of my field shares, man. That's my boy. But, you know, no Marvin Harrison in New England. Nah. So I wouldn't mind that, though. If that scenario happened, if it's both of those guys together, I, I wouldn't mind it. That'd be That'd be okay. Right. I think the Washington one could be interesting too. If they just took Marvin at two mm-hmm. and had McLaurin, Marvin Harrison Jr., Jahan Dotson, and got Fields, that man, would be I pretty never, interesting. I never hear the end of that, man. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I think yeah. it'd be interesting, though. For it sure. would. Oh, no. Trust me, man. I ain't going to lie to you, man. I'd be. I may I might be parked outside of Commander Stadium on Sunday just to see trying to get the season tickets. Yeah, for sure. Have you been to that stadium? Isn't it a complete fucking dump? Bro, listen, I've been going. You know what's so funny? I, I went a couple times, um, especially in December, because in December all their tickets on sale. They lose all their tickets, <laughs> yeah, for ten bucks. But I think I took my father one year. Um, it was To To was still playing for Dallas, and it was a it was Joe Gibbs. Matter of fact, Joe Gibbs last home game. I still got a ticket. Ticket stub in my room. And it was snowing, like a sleet snow rain. It was so bad. And yeah. I think Dallas blew them out. And I was like, man, why am I here? I don't even <laughs> want to be here. No, my photo, <laughs> Dallas didn't blow them out. They didn't need that game. It was like, you know, the playoff they already had. Yeah, they already clinched, right. And, man, that stadium. And that was, you know, 10, 
some years ago. So yeah, I this, think Gibbs left in like 06 or something. Bro, it's and since yeah. then they haven't touched it. I don't even think they put yeah. paint on it. So it's, <laughs> yeah, it's it was yeah, I always hear um people say that's one of the worst stadiums in the league now. So they yeah. got sewer problems, water yeah. leaking out the toilet. It's crazy, man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they I'm definitely cool. need a new stadium there. They do. All right. All right. So that's a lot of the uh landing spots that we went over there. Um, the next one up that I kind of want to talk about is kind of looking here at keep trade cut at some of these trade values right now that me and you kind of see that maybe we see an inefficiency as someone's too high or someone's too low, um, that we think we can make some trades for. So was there anyone that kind of stood out to you, um, in that case? Uh, you, you about as far as rank too high, as far as trading, um yeah either they're ranked too high and you think you can sell on them to like pivot down and get a lot or mm -hmm. maybe somebody that's ranked too low that you think you could tear down to um i don't know man me personally i know it's kind of iffy and it's it's not really a and all be all, but I'm not putting Justin Herbert over Joe Burrow, and they are right behind each other back and forth. But right, you know, I, I just don't see how Joe Burrow is. I mean, uh, Justin Herbert is his high. Um, I, me mm -hmm. right now, I might even take Anthony Richardson over Justin Herbert, man. I, I'm just not the biggest Justin Herbert fan guy uh, to me. Yeah, and I think I, right if behind someone would give me a, a, a rich and a plus for Justin Herbert, please take it. Please. Yeah, I, I think that's a great, great one that you can do. Uh, pivot from Herbert down to Anthony Richardson. You might be yeah. able to get like a second round pick on top of it. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. that's a good one. I think these three guys right behind Herbert, Burrow, Caleb, and Richardson, um, I'd probably ra rather have over Herbert. And I wouldn't be shocked by the end of the season if I'd rather have Jordan Love over Justin Herbert. Yeah, yeah, me. That's what I say. I believe um, Jane mm. Daniels is um, – you know, he's further than Trevor Lawrence and all of them, but I believe he can get in front of Herbert if he gets in the right situation and, mm -hmm. you know, that no, that uh, Chargers offense slows down. It's nothing against Herbert, but um, yeah, it's just year the style one, of offense they're coming yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that year it's going to be a run-heavy offense. Greg Roman is, like, usually, like, 60-40 exactly. run. Um, so, yeah, I think pivoting down from Herbert to any of these guys would be good. Um, mm -hmm. If you can get from Herbert to Jordan Love and get a plus, I think that would be great. Anthony Richardson, either of those. So that's a good call. Yeah. Um, one that I think is still too low, I don't know, call me biased or whatever, but Deshaun Watson at quarterback 21. Is I still, I can't even find him. I'm still trying to look for him. Yeah, he's below Bryce Young, Jared nah, Goff, crazy, Fields, and these guys like – um, obviously they have the rookies in here. So Caleb, Drake, may Jaden Daniels are all above these guys. Um, I would, I would take Deshaun Watson still over Bryce young Goff, fields. I probably put them in this DAC to a range. So mm -hmm. if I could, man, if I can get rid of fields and move down to Watson, I would do that. And I could probably get a first round pick on top of it. Everybody hates Watson just because of all of his off field stuff. I get it. Like it's controversial and all that. Um, mm -hmm. And Watson didn't play that great this year. I still think he's a really damn good quarterback. Um, I think this year they're going to get it all together. Hopefully God, I'm praying and uh, yeah. they can get it all together here. Like even moving down from Purdy to Watson, I think isn't that bad. Cause I think Watson can give you the same stats, if not better than Purdy. And you could probably get uh, a pretty decent plus on top of Purdy or on top of uh, 
Watson. Watson. Yeah. So yeah. I think I, that that would be another one I would look at. Yeah. Now me, I'm 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 living on the potential of Justin Fields landing somewhere great. So I I probably wouldn't move from the fields move, but mm-hmm. The Bryce Young over Watson, there's no way I could I could do that. Like that's that right. looks crazy to me. Um, even Jerry Goff. I mean, Jerry Goff is in a great situation, mm-hmm. but as far as points and averaging of what he does, um, I mean Gibbs can go out there and score three touchdowns, and Jerry Goff will have none in one game. You know, those are right. And wa- just Watson's rushing ability alone yeah. gets him over Goff for me. That's what I'm saying. Like Goff could go out there and have a 280 yard passing game with zero touchdowns. Like that, that's right. possible. So and like Tua started off great, but if you look at his ending stats, they weren't that great. I mean, you could probably go tear down from Tua to Watson and get a a first round pick on top of Watson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, 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 when I say it feels, I do believe in a great situation, but with a feels and a a plus one, oh, yeah, yeah, give me Watson there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, I don't know I, I, if you'd be able to get a one on top of it, but there's a lot of people that hate Watson for whatever. You might be they able do. to pull it they off. They do. There's, yeah. there's a chance. If Justin Fields can go on the block right now, and I believe you can get a plus something with that, uh-huh. um, with Watson. Just because, like you said, the guy has a guaranteed contract, and they still don't want him. So I'm not going to lie. I got him in two leagues. I kind of don't want him. I'm not going to lie to mm. you. So um, I'm not giving him away for free, though. That's for sure. Right. But I believe if he goes out there and has a one of those, you know, Amari Cooper, two touchdown, 160-yard games, right to the moon right back for uh, d-watt so okay um another one that i i want to bring up is let's assume caleb 101 marvin harrison 102 or either vice versa Mm -hmm. um so you have the 103 draft pick do you wait to see where Jaden daniels and drake may go first or do you think you'd be willing to maybe shop your 103 right now and see if you can get one of these guys that are listed above um May and Daniel. So, can you think you can get trade the one hundred three for Trevor Lawrence or Kyler Murray or Jordan Love, Anthony Richardson? Do you think you could trade one of those one hundred threes to get one of those guys straight up right now? For a rich, yes. I don't think okay. I could do it for the other guys though. Okay. Um, now, if if Kyler Murray got Marvin Harrison, it might change my mind a little bit more, but. Mm-hmm. Like, I know we taking Marvin Harrison at two, but what team did he go to? We didn't say what team, though. Um, well, I'm talking 101 and 102 as far as super flex draft. So let's assume Caleb goes one to the Bears, Marvin goes two or four to the Cardinals. Okay, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Once once I found the team that Marvin goes to, mm-hmm. then uh, it might make me change my mind with the, the Murray, but. Um, yeah, but you might have to make this kind of a trade pre-draft, so that's kind of why I'm thinking, oh, okay, okay, okay. can you, you trade this you. 103, which is most likely going to be May or Daniels, whichever one, mm-hmm. do you think you could trade that 103 right now and the thought of May or Daniels to get maybe one of these quarterbacks that are listed above them? Yeah, uh, I, like I said, maybe Murray and A. Rich. I wouldn't do it for Trevor, me personally, right now. Uh, I feel like yeah, his, I his agree. decline from last year to this year is uh, definitely not unnoticeable. And I don't even think you would have to give it the 103 for, for Trevor Lawrence right now. So if you, yeah, did, I agree. Yeah. I think you gave up way too much anyway. So, yeah, I think offering the 103 for Richardson or Jordan love is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if people are doing with Jordan love right now. I, I believe at some point he could, but I don't know, man. I know the love for love is real, but mm-hmm. 
you know, sometimes people still don't believe what they see. You know what I'm saying? Like it is right. You got to catch the right person that'll do that to me. Right. Yeah. I, I think personally, if I had the 103 and I was kind of thinking that, hey, Caleb and Marvin are going to be the first two picks in my draft, I think I would go to the Jordan Love owner and just offer 103. And if they have to have like my 303 back to do it, like, here oh, you yeah. go, have it. Like, so yeah. that's kind of one that I would look at to do. Andy Richardson, too, because I think Andy Richardson's rushing upside, rushing touchdown upside is so great. I would take the risk on that. So Richardson and Jordan love, if you don't feel comfortable with mayor Daniels, I think Richardson and love would be two guys that you could maybe pivot your one Oh three pick to right now. Mm -hmm. And before like all the, Oh, Anthony Richardson looks like a Greek God out here, you know, and preseason off season before all that hype comes. So I think that could be a really good one to try to any others that you see. Um, I mean, I sound a little biased, but I believe Dak could be a little higher. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not I going agree. to keep beating beating the drum, but I will put Dak over Trevor Lawrence right now, man. I agree. That's if, where I have him. Yep. If if Dak signs this extension, and uh, I don't see them not putting more weapons around him this year, so I know yeah, it's not like what. Dak's old. He's only thirty and a yeah. half. So. Exactly. And at one point, we had you know guys like Matt Stafford higher than twenty seven year olds. You know, twenty six year olds. Right. So, um. Yeah, man, I mean, Dak, Dak is the oldest one in this top like twenty. Exactly, and which is crazy the, to think about. With the year he had, clearly they they wasn't running the ball. He went out there and had an MVP like season. So, um, I honestly I traded the one hundred three for Dak in mid season. I had the one hundred three. I traded away for Dak to win my championship, and I won it. But that was just some you know I probably wouldn't do it right now. Just I will wait it out, but. Mm-hmm. I traded the 103 for Dak and with no issues, no worries. Yeah, and he was, you know, led the uh, league in passing touchdowns, so I definitely get it. I would take Dak over Lawrence, like you said. I'd take him over Purdy probably right now. Yep. yep. Um, With May and Daniels, that's probably a good question to decide on between Dak and one of those guys, but I agree with you. Dak should probably be about two spots higher for me. Yeah, now I say this. I know we always go back to New England, but if one if New England took one of those quarterbacks, I probably would question whether I should take them over Dak as well, too, right now. So Okay. Um so is there anybody down on the list further that you could see you would like to have or you think could move up the list quite a bit? Well, JJ and, McCarty through Atlanta, man, he gonna shoot oh, up. Oh yeah, he would shoot up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would love that. Um because Right now, he's in front of Will Levis. Um, I mean, I even think- Kirk, Kirk Cousins, if he sneak his way into a three-year deal with Atlanta or Minnesota, he mm-hmm. can move up a little bit. Um, I think it's going to be a one-year deal, personally, but... Yeah, I, I think a lot of people kind of look at Dynasty now as kind of like in a one- and two-year window yeah. anyways. Yeah, that's why that's I said Kirk. I wouldn't even say it if it won for that I, window. I go, I go even a little bit lower to quarterback 31, and you know, call me biased, but... I think Aaron Rodgers, man. A-Rod. If he's if he's valued this low, we kind of had this talk in the Savage chat the other day. Like, what what second round pick would you go up for Aaron Rodgers? I'd give up any second round pick right now for Aaron Rodgers. I'll give you the two hundred one for Aaron Rodgers right now. And if I know that he can give me, um, you know, uh, starting season, I like it wouldn't shock me if 
if Aaron Rodgers won the damn MVP again this year, like yeah, that I would mean, not out of the realm of possibility. But that offense um, he got, I'm sure they're gonna get another receiver to throw in there somewhere. Right, you know? like if they trade for Devontae Adams, like there's been that rumor. Oh yeah, uh, for great. a while, or they could draft one. Like if they draft Brock Bowers at ten. Or a Dunze. Um, they need an offensive line help yeah, in the worst way, though. So they they should focus on that first. For sure. Um, but if they happen to to get Rodgers another weapon, they're able to really upgrade this offensive line quite a bit. Like mm-hmm. I think Aaron Rodgers at quarterback 31, like I'll take him over Geno Smith, Daniel Jones. Stafford, you can question that one because Stafford has some weapons. I'd take him over Bo Nix, Penix Jr., Will Levis. I think the problem that we forget, man, is that just because they're older doesn't mean they're not valuable. And I think a lot of times... We and you see all the older guys are down here. Gino, exactly. Rogers, Wilson, and, Carr. And like you said, giving up a second-round pick for a guy that can win you a championship right now. Like I said, I gave up the 103 for Dak with no issue. Now, granted, I'm a Dallas mm-hmm. fan. I get it. But with the stats he was putting up, it was no way. I, you know, I mean, and I, look and at, I won the championship after doing it. So it wasn't like, you know, I did right. it and, you know, whatever. So getting Rodgers with a second-round pick, man, is not bad at all. Right. And look at Penix here at quarterback 25, right? He's above Cousins, Bo Nix, Stafford, Daniel Jones, Geno Smith, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Derek Carr. I would take all of these guys above Michael Penix. I would. I'm with you. Like Derek Carr for Michael Penix. I'll take Derek Carr because I know Carr is going to start for at least another year and have a probably a pretty semi-decent year. You know, he's going to give you a quarterback two numbers, back-end quarterback two numbers like he always does. Mm-hmm. I'll take a chance on Russell Wilson over Michael Penix Jr., <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers, Geno Smith. I'll take all those guys. So I think Penix and Bo Nix are probably a little too high on here. So, yeah, like I said, give me, you know, even Russell Wilson, Derek Carr, Geno Smith, Oh, yeah. Daniel yeah. Jones, like I'd almost give up any second round pick for any of those guys right now. With a disrespect on Russell Wilson is crazy, man, because he had a solid yeah, he had year, a like. he had a solid year, yeah, he did, yeah. So that that's another one. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers for me, that's kind of a guy like if you need a quarterback, like I get it. Like Barry uh, Dynasty Barry was arguing in the chat that you know you don't need to buy that quarterback three right now. I get it, but if I can buy him for this cheap, I think oh, I'm going to yeah, do it yeah. because <clears throat> it comes to the season. And we see, you know, uh, here in, in March, late March, uh, oh, Devontae Adams got traded to the Jets. Aaron Rodgers is shooting up this list. Oh, yeah, look, that second-round pick will be a first, no questions there. Right, exactly. And I don't know about you, but for me, in most of my leagues, it seems like any quarterback available, it's like, oh, I got to get a first, got to get a first. Like, I just mm-hmm. – I don't see too many leagues where I can get a quarterback for a second unless it's like uh, – a very borderline quarterback like Aiden O'Connell, Kenny yeah. Pickett, you know, one yeah. of these guys. Um, so if I can know I can somebody's offering me a second, uh, any second round pick for Aaron Rodgers right now, I'm gonna take Aaron Rodgers or one of those other guys that we talked about. So I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. Hell yeah. All right. Um, real quick before we get into America's favorite game, just want to kind of mention a couple things to you guys. Uh, we got the warp tool going on still. Um, it's for sleeper and MFL. Get your warp values for any of your leagues. Uh, you could see what positions you should be valuing in your leagues. Uh, what are the highest scoring positions in your league? Where you should be focusing your flex spots on, like 
pretty much like any 1.5 tight end premium league outside like the top five or six tight ends, it's probably wide receiver is king in your league. So you kind of want to focus your league and your roster construction on getting elite wide receivers. Uh, so that'll help you do that. Um, that is at six ninety per month for the warp tool or $69 for the full season. Uh, there's dynasty mind warp, the video series with Adam and Scott Connor. Uh, they go over everything about warp, teaching you about the tool, how to use it, what to value, what to look for. Uh, so you can get that the audio only versions, $25 for that series. It's like 25 hours of content. $69 for the video version only or $125 get you the mind series uh, the warp series uh, videos and the uh, warp tool for the whole year for $125 a great value uh, we also have the lab, which has been really, really helpful. It's a league manager tool, basically. You can see all your shares for sleeper leagues only, um, see all your player shares, see where you rank in your league compared to your other players based off of your players, your draft picks, whatever. It'll give you a ranking to where you sit in your league, and you can kind of see who's weak and who's not in your league. Maybe um, you see the 12th guy um, in players. And you know, oh man, this guy's got shitty players. I'm going to target this guy's draft picks. Yeah. You know, it's going to help you um, in certain leagues and see where your competition is in your leagues. Obviously, we have the Patreon, the Discord channel, where you get access to the whole South Harmon community, interact with everyone in the trade channels. Um, you can post your trades for the trade show, mock draft Mondays that Mike's been doing. Fizzle's been on there. A lot of you guys have been participating in that. That's been really cool. Uh, the $8 tier will get you the uh, shit ranking which is myself, uh, Dynasty Barry, Christian, Koopa, Adam, and Mike are all on there. We all have our own rankings. Um, and then obviously a, a consensus tier rankings as well. We got Debbie rankings on there. We have rookie rankings that we're all working on, uh, especially me. I'm still working on here. Mm. Um, but it's from as cheap as $1 uh, for the supporter tier. Um, all the way up to the $25 Savage tier, which is um, pretty much our hangout channel for all of the, um, the South Harmon members. A uh, lot of uh, great discussion in there. Barry's been posting some really good stuff in there. Christian's been posting some great stuff. Uh, just a really good tight-knit community. So if you're interested in joining that, you can join that. And then last is the Dynasty Team Review. So DynastyTeamReviews.com or just go to the South Harmon website. It's on there as well. Uh, we're opening it up to dynasty team reviews, basically. So now's your chance to do it. I've done a, uh, quite a few. Koopa's done some. Adam and Mike have done some. It's any of us four. Uh, you get a usually about 30 to 40 minute video review, sometimes longer, uh, about your team, about your league, about the warp. Um, and we'll help you with team-specific needs that you might have, recommend some trades, tell you how to construct your roster, um, help you answer any questions that you might have. You can join us as well. Everybody's got a different price point as well, so make sure you go on the website, uh, dynastyteamreview.com or southharmonff.com. Uh, you can go on there and sign up today for a team review, see the price points that everybody offers. Um, if you want to join us live on there as well, we can set that up and you can join us and ask us your own questions um, as we're going over your team and help you with any needs that you have. So make sure you guys check that out. Um, all right. America's favorite game. Fizzle, you ready? Oh, yeah, I'm ready, bro. And, and also for the lab, that's free. We, we, I ain't, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's free. Yep. That's all on the website. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's a great tool. Yeah, for sure. I use it for all my dynasty team reviews that I do for everybody. Um, mm -hmm. really simple, easy tool to use. So I, I like it a lot. 
for sure. All right, Fizzle. Uh, we got to do a quarterback question here. So I'm just going to ask you, I, I've already answered it um, a couple uh, episodes ago, but who, who's your favorite quarterback of all time? Oh, man, of all time. Hmm. You can, or you could do all-time one and then a current one, whatever you want to okay. do. I mean, I, I got a lot of favorites, man, of all times. Uh, of course. Right. Know, I'm the same way. Yeah. You know, it's kind of hard to pick one. You know, the Mike Vicks of the game, all those type of guys. But right. I say the one I defend the most. Okay. And the one I defend the most. Oh, I got too many of those too, man. Because one, one thing about me, right? When I when I rock with you, I rock with you. Absolutely. I'm not saying I'm going to be blind to the fact of you not a good player, but you know, like Jameis Winston, that's my guy, man. I don't care what nobody say. Famous Jameis should be the starting 32 right now. But my number okay. one guy who I defend, I'm gonna always defend, Tony Romo, man. Number okay. nine, Romo is the GOAT, man. I don't care what nobody say. Um, He's not the GOAT of the NFL. I'm not crazy. But he's he was a very good regular season quarterback. I'll give him he, that. And i say this. He – Went beyond expectations. Nobody oh, thought yeah. he was even so undrafted. Yeah, absolutely playing the game. So when he did what he did and literally changed the game at one point, where every move he made was a highlight reel. Yeah, um, I just felt like we never gave him everything he needed. Like that team that Dak got his rookie year with the O line, the running game, the receivers, and Dak went thirteen and three, and Romo got hurt. That was Romo's team, man. I think we would have beat Green Bay that year, man. So. Yeah. Um. Then we got Dez dropped the ball. On, well, he caught the ball. They said it. Then they robbed my boy a couple times, man. <laughs> All right. Number one defending quarterback that I love and I'm always ride for is Tony Romo, man. So. Okay. They told me I was crazy for 11 days. That's my guy. Now Romo, you know, it, it, it ain't always got to be a cowboy, but I feel like, hey, if you put Romo on them teams with Troy Aikman, man, he might have, you know, he would have did them things, man. I'm telling you, that's my boy right there. And of the modern day quarterbacks, uh, I would say from the 2000s on, he was the first one to have the celebrity girlfriend that everybody yeah, would show sure. on TV. He'd sure. always have Jessica Simpson was there. Yeah, he was. My boy I mean, right he's, a, he's a good looking guy. He could get pretty much any woman he wanted. He was yeah. the quarterback of Dallas. So, And now he's um, killing it in, as an analyst, you know, on the sideline. So, yeah, yeah he's know, not bad. No doubt, my boy, man. You know that's that's my guy right there. Yeah, I, like being a you know Eagles fan growing up, I never really liked Romo, but I appreciated that. You know, for, he came from undrafted Bill Parcells guy, mm -hmm. and um, you know basically worked his way up from bench to starting quarterback, and he was a damn good quarterback there for you know five six years. He was, you know one of the leaders of passing yards every single year, it seemed like, yeah. with Theo and Dez and all it, those guys. It, and, it's just that Dallas curse, man. They can't win yeah. in the big game, you know? I mean, because Dak literally shows me same things Romo showed me at times, but right. it's just that, that big lights, man. It's too, they say everything big in Dallas, but I don't know, man. It's that pressure, he fold under it, but that's that's my right. guy, 100%. Right. Okay. Yeah, I get, I get into that. Um, you said Michael Vick was one of your favorites too of all time. Oh yeah, 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 man. Mike Vick, man. Um, yeah, he was exciting. As, especially as a kid, man. You know, I never even oh, yeah. wanted to play quarterback. I always wanted to play receiver. I just was too slow, so right. I was like, look, you know, I want to be a tight end then. But um, playing Madden, if you played Madden, yep. you had to play with Mike Vick. You know, it was just absolutely like automatic. You know, War, um, throwing Mike it up Vick. the peerless price. <laughs> hey, hey, look, War Warren Dunn. You know, that yeah. was my guy too. So. Yep. Having both of them on the same team, that was a cheat code. So um oh yeah. 
Yeah, Mike, yeah. Mike Vick, man, was definitely, uh, especially, like I said, growing up and, and watching the game. Because at some point, you you watching football, but you're not watching it. Once you get older and you understanding who, you know, who are your favorite players, the plays that they call in, you know, as a kid, you just watching the game. You just like the stars. But Mike Vick took it to another level. Mike Vick oh, is yeah. the Allen Iverson of the NFL. So Absolutely, yep. You know, as a uh, kid, did you- everybody wanted to – cornrows in the headband so <laughs> yeah. you know with mike vick it was the same way man so mike vick was definitely was, was one of those pioneers man in my neighborhood did, did you like uh mcnab at all or didn't like him because he was i know i actually like mcnab i mean the team like i'm i've grown to now i'm just a football fan like yeah um, like back sure. in the day you got your team you don't care you kind of biased but yeah now that i'm older i kind of give more homage to guys uh, that play and looking back on it, I always like McNabb, except for when he went to them NFC championships and was beating Dallas. You know what I'm saying? So, right, right. Um, I was kind of glad T.O. left him. I just say that because T.O. was my guy. So, yeah. Um, but I, and I, I, that, love, I love McNabb, though. He was, he, was, he was solid. I remember that whole drama. I was watching it like. Minute by minute, when T.O. did that like workout in the in the mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah. driveway, when he, Bro, I was he traded him the. I remember I was laying on my bed watching it. Yeah, I remember you know, that. <laughs> he's doing sit ups in the driveway with reporters and. Yeah, man. Um, he he didn't want to go to Baltimore because he originally got traded to Baltimore and he did not want to go, man. Yeah. Um, then he worked his way to Philadelphia somehow, got with McNabb, and the rest is history. They say. <laughs> oh yeah, and don't forget, man, he went to Cincinnati and made the Pro Bowl too, man. To yeah. one of them. So Cincinnati he went to Buffalo, Buffalo for a year. Yeah. in Buffalo, so. Yeah, yeah, no, To um, man, he yeah he was he was awesome, man. I was so excited when he came to the Eagles. I'm sure it's just their um. Their uh, egos clashed, man. It just yeah. it just didn't yeah. work out there, but. Um, T.O. was a damn hell of a receiver. Uh, definitely got in the, the Hall of Fame way too late. He should have been in way before that. Oh, yeah. Um, so that was bullshit just because – I mean, I get it. Like, he was a dick at times, but you got to give the guy his respect. Like, exactly. On the field, we're not talking about what he's doing and, off the field. And, and yeah, he never I'm, hurt nobody. It's not like he, right. he got locked up or did something crazy. You know what I'm saying? This because – Right. He, it was just an oh, ego. Yeah, that's it. You know, but sometimes the voters don't they don't see that. So and not, I, I'm afraid they're going to do the same shit to Antonio Brown. too. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. They are. Yeah. They might make him wait even longer. They make T.O. wait. But right. Which is bullshit. But it is. It is. We talking on the field. A.B. is there's no question where he, can he might. Yeah, he might be. I, I argue he's at least in the conversation to be the best wide receiver I've ever seen play with my own eyes. Yeah, yeah, you for know? sure. In the for modern sure. times, for sure. For sure. I just wish he could have really played in in, in uh, Oakland, though. I think he would have, or Vegas, wherever they was. At yeah. 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 He, he could have been interesting. I mean, man, it was when it was Roethlisberger, Brown, and Bell. Man, oh, those yeah. guys. Hey, man, man that was a, that was a hell of a team that I, they. I was shocked they couldn't pull one out there. Yeah, you know it's it's tough sledding, man. But we don't need we don't need Pittsburgh with no more championships anyway, man. So, right, you know, I agree. Let's get <laughs> that right, over with, man. I can agree with you on that, man. So but, I'm, uh, I'm glad I'm here on the quarterbacks uh, show. But when you touch the receivers, man, that's my favorite position. So I I got to be on the receiver one, man. That's my. Oh favorite. yeah, yeah. Well, um, so ne- next month we'll start running back month here. Obviously, this mm. is uh pretty close to the last day of the the uh, month here, but uh. 
yeah, next next month we're gonna do running back. So Mike will be back on next week. We're gonna do running back rankings and all that. But yeah, at the end of um the end of March, I'll have you back on. We'll do some running backs and talk about okay. uh that. And then uh the end of uh April there, we'll right before the draft there, we'll right talk some wide receivers, yeah. tight ends, talk the draft and all that. So it's it's gonna be good. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. So Shit, uh, appreciate you have having you on here, man. It's good to have you again. Oh yeah, glad I could be here, brother. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, tell everybody where they can follow you. Uh, well, you know, I run the South Harmon. Um, po- uh, I said South Harmon Pocket, South Harmon uh, <laughs> socials on, on Twitter, man. So South Harmon FF. Yep. Um, you know, I try to post everything. Anytime the guys have something new or old or just need to show what they have going on, I try to send all that out. And um, yep. you know, I try to engage with whoever's coming on. But um, you know, if you mo- most of the socials are really on Twitter. We still have a YouTube and the uh, what's that TikTok? You know, I'm yeah. not really on those, but um, yeah, I'm not either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know nobody no TikTok, but you know, check us <laughs> out on the Twitter. I'm on there. I got my own Twitter at, at Fizzle Dollars D O L L A S. Um, you can look me up on YouTube. I make the intro songs. I make my music, and uh, real soon, man, I got my own South Harmon's Fantasy Podcast dropping. Man, the marathon. I'm working on that marathon. It's, we gonna we gonna build slow. You know, I wanna. What I, what I really want to do is bring what I don't see a lot of. I feel like here in South Harmon, we we have a lot of guys that are advanced in the game. So I want to reach back to the people that really either never played or played one year and quit because they just didn't understand it. So I'm 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 I want to talk to you guys and bring you back to the game or introduce you to the game. And just remember, man, fantasy is fun first. If you're not having fun. And the point of playing it. So right. you know, it's okay to reach for your favorite player at some point. You know, you don't have to draft off of a ranking sheet all the time. So that's really what I want to bring to the game is just remind people to have fun. Because if you playing in a league where you're not having fun, you're going to quit. And then now right. they're either not going to want you back or you ain't going to want to play no more. So, right, right. you know, I told everybody take CD Lamb over Jamar Chase last year. I wasn't going to do it no other way, and it worked out for me. So, you know, have fun, man. Take your guys. It's okay to – Absolutely. You know, it's okay to figure it out. You know, I don't want everybody to think we got to go off of what somebody else say. So, yeah. that's what I'm bringing with this marathon. I'm going to build it slow, and we're going to get to that victory lap by the time the season starts. So, that's, that's nice. what I got going on, man. All right. Yeah, we'll be looking forward to that. It'll be on the South Harmon feed. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Um, you can, excuse me, you can follow me at uh, Eric Vanek NFL on Twitter. Follow the show at America's Game Pod as well. And we will see you guys next week for Running Back Month. We'll start off. So, appreciate you guys. Appreciate you, Fizzle, for joining us. Uh, appreciate you for the. Uh, intro song as well man you killed it Uh, everyone always talks about that's a fire song Uh, absolutely is every time man so love it Uh, hell yeah so all right we'll see you guys next week take care